Hey, Angela here. Before we begin this episode, I'd like to invite you to join our Substack community, where you'll get more founder profiles, exclusive behind-the-scenes content, first access to all my original work, and access to our community group chat. All you have to do is click the link in the description. I love and appreciate your support. It's awesome to see all your comments, email responses, and reactions. I'm happy to share this journey with you. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for listening to Honey and Hustle. We are a visual podcast that features conversations with small business owners, creative entrepreneurs, and those in the nonprofit community. We're so glad that we started sharing our podcast here on Anchor FM. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and it will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on all the major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you're listening to this right now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Thank you to Blackology Coffee Company for sponsoring this video. Take 10% off your next order at Blackology Coffee Company by using the link at the description, www.blackologycoffeecompany.com backslash Angela. Hey everybody, my name is Angela. I am your host and producer here at The Hustle, and I am joined today by Danny Rosen. Danny Rosen is kind of a local business leader, superstar here in the Raleigh area. He is the co-founder of Band Together and the co-founder of Brand Fuel. Thank you so much, Danny, for taking the time to speak with me today. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I'm just so honored to be here. And I'm going to say thank you for raising your hand. Uh, like, I think we got connected a little bit here um, just because of our love of this community, but you raised your hand to help band together. and. You know, it's a volunteer driven organization, which I know we'll talk about today, but you are the epitome of why our organization is successful. So thank you for offering your talents to help Band Together out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So speaking of Band Together, for people who don't know that are watching this, they're a nonprofit that raises money for other nonprofits through this huge benefit concert that they hold once a year. So can you tell me your experience with reaching out to that first band to perform in that first concert? What was that mm -hmm. like? Yeah, um, so maybe a little bit about the Band Together model, if I can share a little bit there so people understand what it is. You know, it's, it, we're a nonprofit that uses uh, live music as a platform for social change in the triangle. So the dollars stay here, the uh, the events that we put on these live and, and now live stream concerts stay here. Um, I think the key differentiators are that, you know, we're choosing a different nonprofit partner to work with after a very rigorous vetting process. So we go in and we call that partnership philanthropy. Now we're moving into sort of from a one-to-one -one model to a one-to-many with um, many nonprofits working together with them uh, through a partnership with the United Way, which we just announced. So news breaking information on uh, Honey and Hustle. So that's good. Um, you know, in this partnership, I think the idea is that we're, we're learning, um, a lot from each other, best practice sharing, you know, we're putting on these large scale concerts, you know, we're donating now a million dollars to each cause, which is insane and just like fills my heart, it makes me so happy. Um, it's become one of the largest nonprofit live music events in the Southeast for sure. Maybe, you know, the United States, maybe the universe, I don't know. But um, we like to say that we are uh, the organizational equivalent of a mullet. 
uh, that haircut where it's, you know, business in front and party in back because we're kind of bringing those worlds together with the events, raising money, changing the world. But we're having some rock and roll times too. And then I like to say uh, about it in tragedy, good things can happen. So if, if you think about, you know, what that first event is that you asked about, it was around 9-11. So we hit our, our 20th year anniversary comes up in several months. Uh, 9-11, there was this idea that we would respond to what happened and try and help the families who were adversely affected by the tragedy in, in New York City mainly. And so it was mostly uh, around families, but also firefighters and their families. And, um, and there was just a deep sense of purpose. Um, we asked bands to donate their talents to support something that you know, I think needed to bring the country together, maybe even our area. And because there were multiple bands, there were multiple plays on the world band, the words band together and, and banding together. And so the first event was about these firefighters. So we called it band together for our heroes, uh, which we dropped the for our heroes. Uh, but, uh, you know, that that night we had firefighters from New York City flew down and, and stood on a stage and told stories. And it was just it was awesome. Um, and so I think what's important to note here is that, and maybe kind of getting at the question of, of the band side of things and, and you know selection and all of that, we would love it if the bands would play for free uh, to help us with the community objectives. But in almost every single live event situation we put on, we, we pay the bands, you know? And I think part of that is there's a culture of wanting to support the artists as well as the community pro projects and the nonprofits that we're working with, which is, such a great connection point. I mean, supporting the music, it adds integrity into what we do. And, and, and then you start thinking about these local bands that we booked, they get, they get to open up for some of the bigger bands that we, we actually pay a lot of money to, to have come play. And, um, these are international acts like, um, Ben Folds, Michael Franti and Spearhead, Hall and Oates, um, St. Paul and the Broken Bones. You saw that show last year, Grace Potter. We've had P-Funk, Lyle Lovett, um, Last year we also had Toots and the Maytals. He he passed away. He had COVID. And, you know, rest in peace, Toots. But you know, like we, I just love the idea of giving a local band an opportunity to say they opened up for one of those big bands, Red Hat Amphitheater, five thousand people. Great resume filler. But we're all like have this sense of purpose. Going back to that, we're helping our community in some mighty way uh, and having fun along the way. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome to hear. Um, because yeah, I think the person that opened up for St. Paul and the Broken Bones two years ago was a local act, and like that's right, people are all over it. You know what I mean? So you have that local love, and then you're maybe even introducing them to people they haven't heard of too with St. Paul and the Broken Bones. I mean, obviously, I would hope that you've heard of them if you bought a ticket, but you know, either way, it's a good night of music, and it's a good way for just to bridge that that music connection and that love of you know the cause for that year. So I think that's awesome for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah right on. Um, and so just kind of speaking on that link, this is an annual event and it's kind of a really big music event staple here, like Hopscotch, right? Um, but because you only host it once a year, like how are you keeping people engaged in your fundraising efforts and your mission for the year and um, just keeping engaged and in touch with the nonprofit community and what, you know, may be of more importance to people and things like that from year to year? Uh, wow. Um, gosh, it's, uh, I'll just be honest. It's really effing hard right now. Um, it's, you know, I think we're getting to a good place, but I, but I don't know about you, Angela, but I, I could do some live music with my friends right now. <laughs> like I am jonesing for that. I want to, I want to get back at it. And, um, 
you know, the good news is we have a date on the books, October 23rd. So if you're listening, you know, in this partnership with the United Way, more to follow on, on we've actually locked down a headline band already and, you know, provided things get better, which it seems like they are, um, you know, I'm hopeful. Uh, but the model is, uh, you know, we have one major event that you got to attend uh, with St. Paul. And, and typically that's in the late spring on a Saturday night with multiple bands and experiences for fans that, you know, are delivering both uh, live music and this kind of opportunity for community to come together to help those in need. And, um, and again, it's that partnering nonprofit idea that rotates annually. And so we're bringing some of the fans of St. Paul's into this world of like, hey, you're coming to a band together event. Maybe we can bring you over to, you know, you know, join our, our community commitment. And then there's the flip side of that. Um, a lot of fans of the community and trying to help these nonprofits are now exposed to great music. Uh, but throughout the year, we have midsize and, and also smaller, more intimate music events to help with the fundraising objectives. But it's, I think most of those are about banding together the community to learn, to grow, to help, to have some fun. Um, you know, without the fun, you know, we're nothing. We are completely nothing. And, uh, you know, I, I like to say we're having a fun crisis in the world and, and that Band Together is doing everything it possibly can to address that as well as you know, tackle the issues in our community, like um, food insecurity, racial injustice, you know, life and job skills training with employment placement, um, health insurance for wage earners, family mental health. I mean, there's so many things we've worked on, uh, but music ends up being the glue, uh, really the connector for our work. And I think, you know, the Band Together model is to deliver these great music events uh, market the shows and the needs of the community together and do that at the events and the community shows up whether they're fans or volunteers um, sponsors I mean gosh on the sponsor side it's not like you're just writing a check you're getting tickets to go to a show and there's employee engagement for volunteerism and bringing their families to the show and marketing and business development opportunities so you know, we get them there and once we get butts and seats and they're having this great time and we're talking about improving the community, we hope we, you know, pull some heartstrings and open some minds. And if you can afford to, you know, buy a ticket to a show, maybe you'll consider donating some of your, you know, time, treasure or talent back to the community and have some fun with us. Um, uh, what's the quote? Hunter S. Thompson, he said, uh, he said, buy the ticket, take the ride. I would add to that. I'd say buy the ticket, take the ride, but also support your community. And, um, you know, and, and that's kind of, I think the essence of, of what we're doing at Band Together with these events along the way, but it's hard. It really is hard during COVID to bring people together. But we're getting back to it, getting yeah. back to it. Yeah, so you touched on some of the issues that you guys have tackled at Band Together. Um, and some of those issues aren't always fun to talk about, even though mm -hmm. you guys are a fun organization. Like last year, um, I missed a lot of you know what was happening in the world and in our society here in the United States. Um, you guys did band together against racism, and then you also did um, a fundraiser for the Save That Stage campaign, which was a, a part of a larger national campaign to you know ensure that local music venues will be here after the pandemic, right? Because they were really struggling right. with the use of that space. Um, so, what was you know the thought process behind just like diving in head first to a topic as heavy as banning against racism and making that stand and making that um, in this community. I mean, like, no matter where you are in the United States, no matter how egalitarian you feel like this community is, there's always going to be people who don't agree mm. um, with something like racism. So what was your um, 
why did you guys feel like it was important to be a part of that conversation at Band Together? Yeah, and that's a lot to unpack. Um, yeah, so there, I, mean, I mean, I think there's kind of what we did last year is what you're talking about, which is the save, save our sages and the call for change um, work that we did. Um, I'll start with save our sages, kind of the lighter lift here. I, you know, I think supporting local bands, the venues that you know, that's without them, we can't make the magic happen. I'm so critical on so many levels. We just can't do what we do without them. Um, we've lost these special places uh, through COVID and, and just our inability to survive, like Emerge and the Maywood and there are others that are really struggling. And so I would just ask us all to think about the situation we're digging out of and you know, in, in the in the music side, like how important is supporting a venue to music fans if you're a music fan? You know, to think about, um, you know, moving or, or starting here, you know, having someone new come to our area and do, do, do arts and cultures get diminished by losing these venues? And I'd say, yes, they are. You know, does losing these venues matter to our city officials, you know, to tourism, um, to our tax base? And for me, this is about an investment in our local music scene that is about building a stronger and, and I'd say a more vibrant creative culture in a way. And I think the loss is going to negatively impact uh, this area for years to come if we don't start to double down on investing and and helping support these venues. And I'm not just talking about cash injection, which is great, but let's start you know buying their T-shirts and their records that they're selling, and let's start going to shows and and not worrying about the price as much if if we can. Um, but these are the platforms that that drive a more diverse and vibrant community and in a region that I think uh, is super important. And, and you know, we're talking about music so much, but gosh, think about these venues. Yeah, what's happening, there's open mic nights. Um, I've been, we've all been to a poetry contest. I, I, at Kings, they have the stupid Petrix event. Um, I know Lincoln Theater houses like church events. We have our volunteer meetings at a lot of these venues. I mean, comedy, um, dance, spoken word, been to some amazing spoken word at these events, uh, at these venues, TED Talks. I mean, a whole bunch of stuff. We need to give creatives a voice on these stages and, and the audiences need to come together right now to share those experiences, to rebuild, connect. So I think that's the Save Our Sages answer. Um, it's uh, it was hard, uh, and and it's it's it's. I think we're digging out. Um, with regard to call uh, for change, you know, I, I always say community issues need community responses, and I think Band Together was well positioned to take on both of the Save Our Stage and Call for Change. Uh, and I think uh, I hope after 20 years we're a trusted source. But this partnership with the United Way, um, you know, we, we were raising a million dollars before we raised over 200,000 during COVID, which was huge. We had loftier goals, I'm really proud of that. But now we're working with the United Way. We've learned to work together and we're working on um, going into 2021. Um, there's this partnership around um, supporting 100, approximately 100 nonprofits in the community who are working on any of the three pillars that they have at the United Way and now band together. One is uh, called Cradle to Career, another is Healthy Families, and the last one is Equity and Leadership. And, um, and I think that's really interesting and powerful because there's just so much work we can do in all three and some of them overlap. But we have to remember, it's not all about the money too. This is an opportunity to learn and grow and share and be a voice. And so, um, you know, it's so like trite for me to say as a white 
person, but um, you know, I just, I'm gonna say it anyway. Like it's just racism isn't just a black problem. It's, it's everyone's problem. And so that, that kind of methodology for band together, just say like, this is all of our problems. Like we have a voice and an opportunity to share our, uh, this situation with people and show them how they can help because we're vetted. So run funds through band together and the United way to vetted nonprofits that are doing that hard effing work in our community. So that equal rights for everyone doesn't mean fewer rights for you. You know, that the nonprofits doing this hard work, they're upload up uplifting future leaders. So that equity and leadership piece is really important to us. And, you know, I'm so I am seeing in a part of this shakeup, you know, and what I'll say the, is the makeup of the boardroom. Um, and if the boardroom, not just for nonprofits, but for profits, you know, if it reflects the makeup of the community, shit is going to get better. And that means developing more leaders with different perspectives. And the question is, who are we going to give the microphone to so that we can have a, I'll say, a greater understanding of our shared potential? And who gets that? And it's kind of a rant, but it all comes back to partnership philanthropy to me in, in terms of what Band Together is doing. There were a mighty staff of two people, you know, Thorne and Hannah, that are amazing, that were setting out to, to you know, donate $2 million this year. And, um, and we've learned that this partnership with the United Way and the community is going to help us get there. Um, that uh, anti-racism community fund is where the dollars went. And, uh, and, and we'll be revealing the nonprofits that are you know, going to be addressing the systemic structures and housing, um, food, healthcare, education, um, workforce development, all of which have racism, you know, racism exists there and, and that there's disproportion and these funds are going to help build a more equitable future. It's, it's a step in that direction. And I think us having a voice with the leadership of Band Together and the board coming together with the United Way and those nonprofits, um, it's just awesome to me. And as a postscript, I will say, and I know I'm rambling here, um, you asked a little bit about, you know, brand fuel and my company. We just exist to be, I guess, I'm a kind of a mindful sponsor of Band Together with people here on my staff who care and get involved and get invested. You know, we're volunteers. We're donating branded merchandise. We're helping with marketing and fundraising. We're going to the show. We're dancing our faces off. And, um, and if there's anything there that, you know, I can say as a sort of a for-profit for person uh, owning a business, like there are opportunities for other organizations to do the same and, and join forces with band together and united way let's have some fun and do some good in the community Woo! <laughs> I'm sweating just sweating Lord. that was oh, a lot man, man. I, you got me going i'm sorry <laughs> it's all good that was perfect that was perfect and i appreciate the thoughtful answer because i feel like it deserves something that really was open and honest and deserving of a deeper conversation which is a large part of what Nonprofits have the agency to do in communities, which is just start the conversation. Some yeah. people are not aware. Um, sometimes it, nonprofit service and educational piece, you know, it's the cash injection, that's great with the fundraising, like you said, but, you know, it deserves a larger conversation of why we're doing this. You know, right. deserves, um, some attention to like who is this affecting positively or negatively, hopefully positively. Um, and how are we moving in the direction of being positive change agencies in our community every year, every iteration? How are we getting better? How are we working towards serving the people that need it in our community? 
whether that's through making our board reflect our community or maybe it's through who we're funding specifically. Um, I think that's just like so important. Um, so what is your opinion? Because you did talk about brand fuel and kind of your perspective as a for-profit you know, business owner. What is your perspective on business owners and bus- being really business leaders and positive change agents within communities? Like what is your perspective on that? Uh, well, brand fuel. We just uh, we're applying for our B Corporation certification, and like, so this is about um, there's some governance and rules and regulations around running your business as a, a force for good is kind of a marketing way to say it. But um, that movement around purpose-driven businesses is such an opportunity for organizations to get invested, involved, um, looking at stakeholder value versus shareholder value. So. Um, you know, the employees, the environment, your supply chain, you know, really looking at, at how businesses are behaving and um, and treating, you know, their employees, you know, are they giving them healthcare? Are they doing the right thing? Um, and so I, I think that's a, an awesome movement to kind of look at. I feel like it's, it's not really just a responsibility, but it's an opportunity and, and probably a privilege to be in a position to lead through this, but it is hard. Um, and I would just say, you know, for biz- other business owners, be early and vocal and thoughtful uh, and listen with intent. Uh, show others it's okay to stand up and speak out um, and to be open and honest and I don't know, vulnerable, uh, which is hard for business leaders. Um, you know, the willingness to risk market share and do the right thing is the it just do the right thing um you know you're you may alienate some customers or employees along the way but you'll find the right people and you'll you'll bounce back um you know doing the right thing is a pretty good mission statement kind of broad but um yeah take care of your employees serve communities that have been good to you do it with integrity um i said something the other day uh caring caring is a great strategic plan you know and you know, the best part of that is that, you know, caring is contagious. Uh, you know, at Brand Fuel, sometimes we we use the word love and family, which seems a little weird to some people. But, you know, like we got to care about each other internally first. And then um, we can start to do the work of you know, loving customers and and um, and our communities. And and so I think that's like, how do you start internal so that you can start to build a plan and a program around doing more than just selling widgets. I guess that's, how's that? Yeah, no, that's good. Um, you're the second person that said widgets to me this week. So I'm just like intrigued by this word now. <laughs> funny, funny. Oh man. But thank you so, so much for joining me and sharing a little bit about your story and just sharing how Band Together is just making waves in the community and they're not stopping even after 20 years so thank you so much (laughs) oh my gosh it's such an honor and a privilege to work with you on this thing but more importantly i look forward to being able to see you in person and and seeing what you're going to be able to do in terms of helping band together with its voice and bringing more people into the organization to help the community in stronger and in more impactful ways so thank you yeah looking forward to it (laughs) right on